0: Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by a New York Fire Department, EMS lieutenant, paramedic, and author of Riding the Lightning, a year in the life of a New York City paramedic. You welcome Anthony Almagera. Thank you for having me. Anthony, let's go beyond the mic. With everything you've survived and seen in your life and during the pandemic, are you surprised you haven't spent time in Creedmoor in Queens?
1: (laughs) Yes, I am very surprised. I think we should all have sabbaticals and creed more. You know, with the way that we're, uh, we're living lives and, and the things we see, we, that should be our sabbatical.
0: Your book is dedicated to broken people everywhere.
1: Yeah, yeah. You, Why was it important for
0: you to tell the story of this broken medical services community?
1: Because it's a shame that we're broken to begin with. It's not a shame that we live lives that lead to emotional and psychiatric trauma and, and physical trauma, but it's a shame that we don't provide the services for the people who are providing the services to help people. So the impetus for this book was a few years ago, I started thinking about all the similar threads of the people I work with, you know. In the book, I talk about my four best friends and we all have brothers that died tragically. I mean, come on, that's, you know, that seems a real big coincidence and we're all doing this type of work. And so we're able to go to these crazy jobs and be cool be calm and collected and handle, you know, delivering babies and people jumping off buildings and cardiac arrest and asthma and everything else. And why is that happening? So I started to explore that in the book. And then what happened during the pandemic is we went up against the one thing that we thought, oh, we can handle all this, even though we weren't handling it really uh, well. The burnout rate was always high for EMS. We have the highest rates of suicide nationally in 911 services, EMS workers. And unfortunately, that's gone way up during the pandemic. In the last two years, we've had eight members of FDNY EMS commit suicide. We don't have the staffing that we're supposed to have. We don't have mental health services. We're supposed to have the fire department does not provide adequate mental health services. So much so that the members had to create a fund to augment the fire department lack of it. So it was important for me to highlight that the people that are coming into your home to help you when you're broken are broken themselves in many ways, and and they deserve better. EMS should be the only job you need. I work with guys who drive Uber. I have a guy at my station who stocks shelves after he gets out of work. That's uh, That's crazy.
0: You have had multiple jobs also. Homeless, living a tough life, saving others, watching some pass. How have you found
1: peace? So, I've had my own struggles with mental health. I've had my own. In the book, I document that the pandemic even drove me to the edge where I've had my own suicidal ideations and attempt. But I try my best to remember that I'm surrounded by loved people, people that love me and care for me. I am a practicing Buddhist. So, I do try my best to rely and, and lean into the meditation and stay in the moment. Unfortunately, you know, <laughs> I'm not the best Buddhist at times, and and you know, I struggle like everybody else. So the piece I try and find is that you know, I get the word out there for for my fellow EMS workers and humans in general. You know, I speak for all of humanity. I think when I can say that we're all struggling with something. You know, I try and remember that love is permanent, whereas the suffering is temporary.
0: Amen to that. Anthony, it's time for the Rocky Nade. Eight random questions Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There's no pressure. On a hot New York City summer day, how and where do you cool off?
1: While at work, I hope that it's not on the fifth floor with no air conditioning. <laughs> that seems to be what happens all the time. While at home, you know, I try my best to spend in as much time uh, at the beach. You know, I'm not too far from Coney Island.
0: Favorite Yankee game of all time you've ever seen in person?
1: I was at game six of the 1996 world series. That's cool. I I was above the third baseline. My friend's uncle was the head ground screw guy, got his tickets. I watched Charlie Hayes catch the fly ball. Uh, Wade Boggs jumped on the horse. None of us left the stadium for two and a half hours. It was a real magical experience. And, uh, that I still have the ticket and the program to this day.
0: Best place to visit in Brooklyn.
1: Ooh, that's a tough one. you know, Coney Island, Prospect Park. Take a stroll through Bay Ridge and and see, you know, the beauty of Brooklyn, to all your listeners, is, uh, and New York City in general, but especially Brooklyn, is every 20 blocks you're going to a different country. And I love that. You know, you'll be walking through Chinatown, and where I work, actually, where where my station is, in Brooklyn's Chinatown, then you're heading to people who are from Scandinavia, then the Middle East, then you have a whole big... Eastern European population, so the best place in Brooklyn is just to walk through Brooklyn.
0: Favorite game at the casino?
1: I'm not that big a gambler, but blackjack. I feel like I have the best odds of losing the most money. Are you a planner,
0: or are you more spontaneous?
1: When I travel, I travel a lot. So when I travel, I try and plan. But in everyday life, you know, I can can be very spontaneous. You know, I'll wake up, and then all of a sudden, you know, somehow I'm um, in a different state.
0: What seasonal food item do you just love?
1: I love soups. I love, I love the fall because soups come into play. And, you know, I just, Vietnamese pho, chicken soup. I love eating soups.
0: Are you an organ donor?
1: I am an organ donor. And we appreciate am, you doing that. I hope everybody else is an organ donor as well. You don't need them. Give it to people.
0: What do you have hope for?
1: You know, during the beginning of the pandemic, and I write about this in the book, the, during the beginning of the pandemic, I really hoped that it would be a galvanizing moment for us as a country to come together. You know, here's this, this this virus that nobody can hide from, you know, and I really hope that people would look at each other and say, we're in this together. Let's really buckle down and help and be kind to each other during this process. And we'll try and figure it out along the way. And that didn't happen. You know, you see today how divisive everything is. My hope is that somehow we come around to that And we all look at each other and realize, you know, not only are we all American, but we're all human, no matter what part of the world you're in. And that, you know, everybody, the same things I struggle with, there's somebody struggling with in Mongolia and Italy and, you know, let's all start to look at each other that way. My hope is that we start to look at each other with the ideal that we're all in this together.
0: One of the questions brought up in your book, and I want to know, do you have a suspect for the canned beans and Italian dressing? Are they retired, still working?
1: (laughs) I have no knowledge, nor can I confirm or deny that I have any of that.
0: You're going to have to read the book to understand why. It's time for One Big Question with author Anthony Almagera. His book, Riding the Lightning, A Year in the Life of a New York City Paramedic, is now out. Anthony, how has your empathy been an asset in your career and also a liability?
1: Well, I wouldn't be able to do this without empathy. It's been my number one driver. It's been my number one thing that I can lean on it also becomes an extreme liability because it's a sponge, you know? And very so often I forget to wring out the sponge. And so I take it all in and it starts to affect me, you know, emotionally and mentally and physically. If I forget to wring out that empathetic sponge, then I start to go down.
0: Where can people find you?
1: People can find me on all social media formats. I'm on Twitter. Instagram, Facebook, type my name, Anthony Almagera, and uh, you'll see all the stuff that I post, especially on Instagram and Twitter, where I share, you know, not only things that I do as the vice president of the EMS Officers Union and and highlight all the things that we do in EMS. You know, I I share cooking recipes. I was a cook for 10 years, and I I share aspects of the book and everything else. So if people want to find me on those platforms, by all means, I appreciate it. I mentioned earlier about we had to set up a fund Outside of the fire department, the listeners listening today want to help members who uh, struggle with not only mental health but other struggles financially and uh, physically. We have a fund called the EMS FDNY Help Fund, and uh, people can go online EMSFDNYHelpFund.com dot com and donate. Every little bit helps. Definitely,
0: he hopes people will become organ donors. Loves fall soups and wants you to read Riding the Lightning: A Year in the Life of a New York City Paramedic. We think anthony amajera for taking the time to talk with us today
1: thank you and i I thank everybody who purchases the book i hope everybody enjoys it and thank you for having me and hello to everybody down there in texas
0: and that my friends is a beyond the mic shortcut